0: This is Chris, and this is Andrew, and welcome back to Video Games Cover to Cover's continuing coverage of The Witcher 3, episode 15. Yes, welcome back. It's, I will say, I have now beaten the game at this point. Likewise. And I am very, very, this is much more high energy than it was last time, because last time it was very, this sucks, man, I really wish this game was over. After everything that's happened this week it did ooh, pick my energy back up a little bit, that's for sure. It really did. It also helps that last time we were talking about hitting a thousand and in between now and then we have hit a thousand total downloads and I just like to say, just like before, thank you. Yes. Seriously. We've I mean, obviously just like any other thing, we've been uh, you know, doing this for a little while and just slowly working on building things up, and we're very happy that we've been successful in that, but the only reason we have been successful at that is because everybody else, uh, you know, who's been listening has been so supportive of us, so thank you. Exactly. And and in honor of that, actually, uh, as we go into our next set of one-shots when that happens, which admittedly will be a few weeks now, but since we hit that milestone, we're going to uh, do a little extra with our next game giveaway, so you can look forward to that. Yep. Very exciting. So with that... Which is all the more incentive to get through the winter as quickly as possible. (laughs) Yeah, well, wait. Now everyone's like, wait, 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 don't do the DLC. (laughs) It's too late. You asked for this. Yeah, you you asked for it and you're going to get it. You wanted more Yennefer content from me and I know that. (laughs) I know that now. Is she even in the DLCs? I don't know. I hope. (laughs) One of our Twitter people mentioned, I'm... Specifically, really going to like one of the DLCs, so I can only assume there's either a massive amount of Gwent or there's a massive amount of Yennefer or both. Hopefully both, but I'm not going to count my eggs, you know, before they hatch, as it were. That is how that phrase goes. Yes, but I guess it's it's time to get right into it. So we kind of left off last time, yeah, which re- a real surprise to me of not talking about Yennefer. Right? Yeah, because <laughs> we still haven't. We had a Yennefer mission just hanging there, and Chris never even brought it up, I don't think, once. Well, there really, it wasn't. Basically, you just you say hi to Yennefer, and you go attack some area and, and get some sorceress lady and, and done. So, really, there's no need to mention it any more than that. I'm extremely confused by the fact that you're blowing over Yennefer content that quickly. Listen, listen, listen. Tris has been so nice lately. Excuse me, once again, everyone, not- <laughs> please pay attention to what is happening right now. I'm not going to say that I don't love Jennifer because that's just not true. All I have to say is I had completely forgotten that I even had a mission with her. <laughs> well, you well, did. So, so you... Yennefer was one of the other sorceresses, so essentially... Uh, Yes, she was. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, her mission was going (laughs) to help another... So we already got Philippa, which is like the main, the big bag queen of the sorceresses. So now, well, of the Lodge sorceresses, not of Yennefer or Triss, except Triss used to be a member, so she's kind of like a de facto, all of God aside. yeah. (laughs) We're going to help, I think it was Marjorie. Margarita. Margarita. So she's drunk all the time already, which Or she makes everyone else drunk. Possible. I mean she is a sorceress. Maybe she just like magics alcohol into your system. There the implications of that I can see (sighs) that being a very potent weapon to use. Yeah, I really don't think that's something we can get into here. Yeah. You know, it sounds like she's a deviant (laughs) if that's the case. And she goes around getting people drunk all the time. There's a reason she's locked up. Let's be honest. She's a threat to herself and others. So basically, Mostly others. I believe it's the witch hunter stronghold. It or is. It's it one of their like prison strongholds, which is supposedly even more. It's in Oxenfurt, but it's supposedly even more secure than the one that we had to break dandelion out of. Yeah. It's like, this is the big time. This is Fort Knox. Yeah. Well, it turns Alcatraz, out that sort of thing. Turns out you can essentially just get up through it through the sewers, and nobody seems to care. I mean, somebody cared because as soon as you come in through the sewers, there are guards that immediately attack you. But I don't know about you, but when I was doing it, there was just a giant hole in the wall that fell right into the sewers, and I just climbed in. Well, that's the thing like, so, so, like, you think Geralt, somebody would have patched that up? <laughs> even Geralt says, um, Yennefer, don't you think there are going to be guards down there? Yeah, so essentially, I think it was Radovid or somebody, whoever was in charge of this area, basically killed everyone who knew anything about the area. Because that's how secure this needed to be. Well, there was a bomb at one point that blew away part of the wall, and that's why there's a giant hole there. And she said, yeah, nobody really knows that that's there, so it's probably not going to be very well guarded. Because of the aforementioned killing everybody who actually knew about it. Wow. Not sure that's the best strategy for your ultra high security thing, but it is a strategy, I suppose. Yeah, it's a bad one because we just immediately go to the sewers, immediately get in there Which and Yennefer start slaughtering immediately like, people. I'm not going to come, you're going to do it because I don't want to go running around in the sewer. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Jennifer. No, no, no. When she said that, she said, "Okay, well you're going to go, Geralt." I had the option to be like, "Yo, Jennifer, you're coming with me." I didn't choose that option. I did, and she basically was like and Muck about in the sewers? I'll leave that to the expert. Yeah, well, of course. What do you expect? I can't believe that. Would you have expected Tris to go with you running around the sewers? I mean, getting she, her shoes dirty. She explicitly did that in the escape with the mages thing. Yes, but that was on be her behalf. We're now saving Margarita, who's constantly in, in like Party City, USA. All she does is hang out in Party City. Whenever it's taken over in the Toys R Us. The soundtrack of her life is the Miley Cyrus song. Yeah. Like, listen, Yennefer is like, listen, we need Margarita, but I ain't going to slog around in the sewers to go get her. You know, Geralt, (laughs) Geralt, 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 I think is their shipping name of of the two of them together. You have, I I would say that's probably Geralt, Geralt I feel like Geralt is way easier to say. Yes, but then it would be Yenolt, (laughs) Yenolt of Vengaria. Yeah, Vengaria, Vengaria. So I don't fault her at all for not wanting to go around in the sewers. Andrew, I did not want to go around in the sewers. I don't fault her for not wanting to, but I fault her for not doing it. (laughs) Oh, I cannot believe you! I would not expect Triss to go around in the sewers. We have an example of her explicitly doing that. Yeah, but Triss didn't go with me to go get Philippa. Only because Dijkstra specifically says she can't come in. I was hoping you wouldn't remember that. Because she tries to go. I was really hoping you wouldn't remember that. (laughs) But I did. (laughs) Listen, Yennefer has a lot on her plate. She's got a lot of irons in the fire, and she has a lot of things going on. She knows that this is Geralt's task, and he's going to do it To the best of his ability, she doesn't need to go. She just needs to provide moral support. She's like a supervisor. You know, you don't expect the supervisor to go trudging around in the sewer. I mean, if he's supervising the sewer workers, he probably is. No, 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 no. He does that via camera and reading minds like Jennifer does. Oh, I see. Yeah, she should have come with us. Like, I get it. (laughs) But I didn't need her help because there was like nobody there. No, but I was still just like, really? Probably could have used her help when you have to go get the key. And there's a lot of guards all of a sudden. Every guard in the prison, in fact. So why I didn't just walk in through the front door, I have no idea. I, I wondered that, too. Like, if I have to kill everyone in this prison anyway, why did I have to do it this way? Also, if Yennefer were here, we wouldn't have needed the key to begin with, but... Let's not worry about those minute details. And we details. didn't even need the key because we go get it, and then she just teleports in anyway. Exactly. And then immediately says, Margarita, you look like garbage. Let's go. Yeah. Fair? That I mean, yes, but like that whole thing was just like, you could have done this yourself in like two seconds. Meanwhile, Geralt's talking to Margarita, and she's like, he goes, hey, so what happened to your school? Every single one of them were murdered one by one Uh, until they uh, got to me oh my bad okay well what about all the other schools pretty sure they're all dead too they were immediately disbanded and when things went down i got letters and it's not good Oh okay, yeah, well we're gonna go ahead and bust you out of here, so uh let's just he's like looking at his let's, watch. Let's turn that frown upside down. Hey Jennifer, you wanna come down here and uh Ooh, I think it's about time to hit the old kill all these people in the prison and leave. <laughs> Good news is I murdered everybody, so like there's that. And I got encumbered halfway through. Of course you did. So then what I did... What was really annoying is I ran around and looted like all of the treasure chests and stuff in there, and they all had like a loaf of bread. Yeah, it was all garbage stuff. And then I get there, and I am talking... Or once I finished everything in that whole area, like I said, I was encumbered halfway through. So then Yennefer goes, you better leave before more guards show up. So I'm like, okay, cool. Let me go ahead and grab all that stuff going to throw the, this bag over my shoulder like Santa Claus. And, and just, let me just walk very slowly all the way to the edge and then leave. No guards ever showed up, luckily. And then I just walked out and went on my merry way. And then I called Roach over. The horse, not the dude. <laughs> I'm like, hey, let me gallop to a blacksmith and sell all and this now stuff. I'm imagining actual, like, Vernon Roach carrying you on his shoulders. And you're like, I got to go to the blacksmith. No, no, no. Vernon is the the head of the horse and vest is, is the back of the horse and you're basically oh, just, so they're, riding just wearing, on. they're wearing one of those like horse suits like cartoon yeah yeah that's what's going on vest develops debilitating back problems in the later games and if it was just Geralt that would have been one thing but Geralt and like 500 pounds of swords <laughs> yeah i kind of felt bad about that one her back was not doing good oh roach is is a black horse now Hmm. Don't know if that happened to you or what. No, it looks like the same horse to me. Well, my roach is now black and super fast. Did you somehow, like, Black Beauty become your horse? Did you mod this? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not sure what happened, but I, okay. The only thing we've done differently is I've gone to Nilfgaard. Maybe they gave me a Nilfgaardian horse. Because I didn't take the money? Um, maybe, but you would think that would have come up way before now. Well, I don't know how... Here's the thing. I didn't really notice it until recently. Because it was when I was doing the horse races last time. I was like, oh man, this horse is like so much faster. And I just never noticed it. And then I was going through and I was like, oh... My horse is different. Okay. Um, important question. Does it have like evil devil eyes? Because then your horse might be possessed. I don't know. You're going to have to check that next time. I honestly have no idea. It's an important. How can you call yourself a witcher if you don't even check for horse possession? I don't know. How can you call yourself a witcher when you let multiple evil ghouls out? I've already acknowledged that I'm a really bad one. but <laughs> you, you keep insisting that you're a really good one and you're not even checking for horse possession. All I noticed was the horse was different, eventually. It's your horse. What are you going to do when a random monster shows up if you can't even notice a difference in your own horse? That's not good, Geralt. That's not good. (laughs) I, I don't know what to tell you. What I do know what to tell you is now Margarita is safe, and it's time to go deal with Avalok. Which was by far the coolest of these quests. That Was awesome. So it turns out, Avalok does not have the super special ability to teleport wherever he wants, but we need to go talk to the other general. One of Yeah, the the general who's still alive, that was not killed by Geralt previously. So we killed Emerith, which I I think that was his name. I think Emerith is the leader. No, that's Uh, Ermion. Ermion. Ermion's the druid. Whatever. Names don't matter. We killed the guy, the bigger one. The yeah. fighty one. The big big fighty one, exactly. The big fighty one. So now we're killing the... No, 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 we're not killing We're not... I didn't know going into this quest. He was very clear. <laughs> he was very clear. I wasn't listening. Okay. As long as we acknowledge that you weren't listening, because he was very clear that the goal is to convert him. All I, all I knew was... Well, he didn't seem very converted to me, because an awful lot of people showed up during that battle. So I don't know if that really comes up, but he didn't seem super converted to me. Unless that was just the guy's immediate army, because I'm I guess of course he would have pretty one. Sure, it was. But basically, we're going to their homeworld to basically convince the guy that Emmereth potentially committed regicide mm-hmm. and killed their previous king, because this dude was a huge supporter of the, the previous, previous king. king, and so if we kind of convert him then he won't provide reinforcements. Yeah, because he's like his uh, his viceroy. Yeah, and he's the guy back home that... Is managing the affairs of state, if you will. Yes, and will teleport more people in if needed. Yeah, like when reinforcement requests comes in and things like that. So essentially his Which, job will be to ignore that request. I will say, though, because to your point, like for their world dying because of this frost or whatever, there's an awful lot of them. <laughs> Yeah, and I will say their world looked awfully beautiful when we were there. We'll we'll get to that, but there were notes and stuff. Oh, I might have missed those. But it was awesome because he essentially said, I don't have the ability to move through worlds like she does. All I can really tell you is when portals are going to line up so we can get there. And so what you essentially have to do is travel through each different world he was like hopping between dimensions to get to the Elven homeworld, Which they were all awesome, but I do have to say I was very disappointed that we didn't get to see the super cool like car flying world. Yeah. So we go through like a completely barren desert world first with him, and he talks basically about this all used to be like an ocean planet, and then it all dried up. Yeah, because at first he's like, what does that look like to you? And I'm like, I don't know. A mountain. He's like, well, this used to be the bottom of the ocean. I'm like, cool. I've never been to the bottom of the ocean, so how am I supposed to know what that looks like? Okay. Anyway, so we basically, go. it's just a, it's it's a way to say this is the devastation that they can bring. I don't think that was the had anything to do with them though. No, th- this is the devastation of because the previous people who he says were smarter than humans and elves combined. Depleted. No, no, he is very clear here they were smarter than humans. Because I specifically made a note. He explicitly did not say they were smarter than elves. Oh okay. He's smarter than you humans. <laughs> <laughs> because it was that elven superiority again. And so he said that they depleted their entire planet of natural resources, which Okay, yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're not wrong on this one. Mm-hmm. You go through another portal oh, after you get attacked by Weird monsters. And at this point, you get separated from him and go through some more worlds. I'd like to point out that it was very clearly set up that you could never pick up anything there because the monsters would keep coming. Yeah. But they dropped loot. Yeah. And I really wanted to know what that loot was. And that's incredibly annoying. I know I mentioned it before, but this is another good time to bring up one of my few specific gameplay annoyances, which is there really needs to be a toggle to turn off combat mode. There is, it's, you put your sword away and you can briefly do something, but as soon as something aggroes you, he just takes his sword back out and you're immediately in but fight even, mode again. Uh, well, not even then, because if you put your sword away, he just tries to punch them instead. I have actually put my sword away in the past, ran over and grabbed secret treasure loot and then bolted. I have done that in the past. Well, it's rare to get it to work right, but sometimes when you put your sword away for a very brief moment in time, it ends combat. And it wouldn't even be that big of a deal if it wasn't for, because I'm not even talking about looting or whatever. I mean, it sucks that that's difficult, but you can't jump. Yes. During that whole thing, when he was like, get here quickly, it's like, I'm locked onto a creature and I can't unlock. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, I I can't just run there. Yeah. I mean, it worked out because I got through it, but. So then you wind up in some really cool, like jungly looking place that certain has poison gas everywhere. of certain parts of it had poison gas, which was, did you find the place of power? I did. Why would that be there on another world? I was wondering that too. Why would that be there? I mean, that shouldn't be there. Yeah. Cause especially cause it's the way it's presented. It looks like it's like an actual shrine and not just like, oh, there's magic energy in this area. And I didn't see anything else in there. That doesn't mean that there weren't other things in there, but it seems like witchers are like one of the only people that can take advantage of these places of power because we come across a place of power later when we're with Philippa and he sits there and he does his thing. At least I think it was with Philippa. I can't remember. And she doesn't even bat an eye at it. She just is like, okay, whatever. And you do your thing and it's like, Okay, so this is something that only witchers use? So is this something that old witchers have set up? And in that case, why is this here? I I don't think only witchers can use it, because I'm pretty sure in a previous game, I think Triss makes use of one to power up one of her spells, but in that case, it was just they apparently didn't bother to program Philippa to do it. But I'm pretty sure that basically anybody who has magical sensitivities can draw from them, but it just depends on what you get, because witchers don't even get very much comparatively. Well, because they also only get an upgrade to their signs, which always made me think that, oh, this is just something that witchers have set up. Right. But so I think like a sorceress who have that more inherent ability, I'm pretty sure can just use the extra magic. It would be like like when Yennefer killed off that whole plant thing, if there had been a place of power nearby, I'm pretty sure she could have pulled from that instead. It just seems odd to me that, especially not playing the other games and not knowing that that's even an option... It seems even more odd that this random place of power is there that I've only ever seen witchers use. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Don't get me wrong. I completely agree that that was really strange. I mean, thanks for the ability point and thanks for, I think it was there programmatically because you were very clearly supposed to use Quinn, the shield, in the next world because the next world is immediately, the frost has taken over this entire planet. Which, that place was ominous as heck. Oh Yeah. Because like, there were a lot of notes you could find about people like basically reading about them getting you know progressively more desperate and stuff, because they're not going to outlast the winner because, well, the winner's never going to end. And obviously, they didn't know that, but... And I guess that when Geralt had got there, apparently this blizzard had been raging for like months. Yeah. Like, I think it was eight weeks or something that this blizzard has been going on, and... The snow is, like, up to the rooftops of a lot of these buildings. Yeah. Which makes me wonder, so the frost is this entity that's outside of... The frost is, like... The the uh, wild hunt. As I understand... Yeah, because the wild hunt is trying to save their people from the frost. But at the same time, don't they, like, make use of the frost... Isn't that like the icy stuff whenever they show up? I know it's said that this is a spell generated by that dude's staff. They mentioned that at one point. But is this just he's a super blizzard mage or is he taking advantage of some of the frost? I don't know because they never quite specified that. I kind of took it as he was sort of channeling the frost from their world where that was being consumed by it. Since they're opening portals from their own world to get there anyway, that was kind of how I was interpreting it, but it never really said, as far as I could tell. Because I can tell you, their world looked very beautiful. Again, as soon as we get there, but yeah, that's well, the next... we're there right now, because that's, yeah, that's the massive blizzard. The next portal is their world. Right. So when you get there, yes, their world looks very nice and Geralt even comments on it, but when you're walking around, like in the beginning as you head to the guy's place and you're just walking through the city, there's a bunch of notes and they're like command reports to him talking about basically they have these little pockets of what their world used to look like like this and their mages are essentially working overtime trying to fight back the frost and it's a losing battle and it keeps advancing on them. Oh, and that's what the wild hunt is kind of doing is going around trying to get them a new home before they can no longer hold it back because there are reports of like, okay, this city has fallen. Now our mages could not hold it any longer and they had to fall back. Wow. So the area that we are in looks very nice, but yeah, like reading the notes around the area. It's pretty clear that the frost is here and it's just consuming them. Just not where we're at. Well, I want to be clear. You said the city. It was definitely not a city. That was just that dude's house. Palace, whatever and it was like you think it was the like king's palace or whatever. it was like that dude's mansion but regardless like yeah it was the notes you could read made it pretty clear that the frost was there and it was advancing they they were just like basically fighting for the land they still had and then the wild hunt part of it was them trying to find a new home so basically the plan is that you get him he agrees to come back with you and he says what are you gonna do tell me about it He's like, I'm not going to believe you. And he goes, no, you're going to dream it. He's like, oh, so you have some oath sewer. Blah, blah, blah. Well, turns out it's that Carmen or yeah, the, Carmen. the lady, the lady yeah. from the the house that we saved way back in when we first got to Novigrad. Because when you get there, Geralt's like, oh, I've been here. I was supposed to yeah. get a godling out of here. And he goes, supposed to? Ah, change of plans. He was like, yeah, 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 I decided against it. Yeah. (laughs) And so you get in there, and she does a shared dream, and it's, I will say, for everything else that they've animated, like, all it is is the king drinking poison, and then the guy coming up and being like, I totally did it! Yeah. Like, come on! That was really weak, because yeah, it felt so... He's like, long live the king. It's the very obvious, I definitely killed him. First of all, if I was that dude and the king had just drank poison, I definitely wouldn't be there. Yeah, there's, there's several things in that scenario that... He could have just stabbed him. Yeah, if he was going to show up anyway. <laughs> if he was going to be there anyway, he could have killed him in any other fashion. But yeah, no, I agree. Because it then was... he immediately picks it up and is like, uh it's like, okay, so now your fingerprints are all over this thing. If these elves are so smart. He had his gauntlets on. Oh, yeah. Well, that would prevent fingerprints. These elves are so smart, Andrew. There's, They would have had to have had a I'm win. not disputing the fact that it was very weird. And it was kind the of dumb. dumbest plan it... ever. And it succeeded, which tells you how stupid these elves actually are it was very weak. It was so weak. And then the guy's like specifically pausing for silence. Well, I I, I like to think that during that pause for silence, he's basically thinking like, how did we not figure this out? The wow. What is our problem? He's like this, (laughs) this is bad. It was really that obvious. This is really bad news. I mean, he was there when it happened. That's just depressing. He might as well have just stabbed him. The guy's like, (laughs) I don't understand why he didn't just stab him. Like it doesn't make any sense. Oh, 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 um, we will help you. No reinforcements <laughs> yeah. will come. Send me home. And he's like, dude, this is really embarrassing. Like, I, This is I have to not get out good. Of, yeah, I have to get out of here. I'm so embarrassed by the incompetence of the investigators on this one. Like, this is ridiculous. Did anyone even investigate? Well, he just took over as king. So he didn't do the investigation. How did we not see this? <laughs> yeah. This is like human levels of idiocy. <laughs> I'm ashamed of myself no reinforcements will come send me home when he immediately left did you notice when he was painting his his muse um that it goes to the painting and it's like this picasso looking yeah it was like yeah cubist picasso stuff yeah yeah i thought actually thought that was kind of neat i thought that was kind of cool it's like it's this dude is it's very clearly that he's like the intellectual of this whole thing. Well, yeah, got that's that's exactly what uh they said he was the the more dangerous of the two because he was, like, his logistics and planner and stuff. Like, the strategist, basically. So it was kind of cool to see. I mean, they're elves, but it was really humanizing to see that of, like, no, he has other interests. Yeah. It's like, this isn't the... Destroying other worlds isn't the only thing he's trying to do. And it's very clear that there was something between those two. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, oh, doesn't it look like... Argamilla or whatever name it. I did—I don't remember. Yeah, that. I, 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 that was one of those comments that I'm like, maybe that would make more sense if I've read the book. <laughs> like it would probably make more sense, but it's like they clearly have something between those two, whatever. Yeah. And uh, I'm pretty sure Geralt has the option to bring it up later, which if he did, because I want to say I definitely did. And he goes, yeah, I'm not going to talk about that. So move on. The question I have is, is that the same lady that you meet earlier or later when Ciri's doing her whole thing? I don't... I don't, I don't know. know. They don't really, like, establish who that is at all. Yeah, she just shows up and is a giant jerk, and then we leave. And causes Siri to have doubts. Mm-hmm. But... So, anyway, after you do that, then it's finally time to get ready to go to Skellige. Yes. For and, your big plan. And now we were at battle preparations cuz we've got everyone we need almost with the exception of one person and we have got to get this going and and Yennefer's specifically very upset that she didn't know that this person was locked up because she specifically said to Emir all of the sorceresses will be pardoned and he's like cool yeah I'm just not going to mention the one that I currently have locked up in my dungeon, which I'm apparently going to bring with me to Skellige for reasons. Why would you bring her? That makes no sense. Is her prison just on this boat the whole time? And it just happened to coincide that it's your flagship? Well, buddy, none of this makes any sense. Well, they did specifically mention that his boat was more magically reinforced than the palace. So maybe that's why they put her there. Maybe. But it's still like, here, let me just float you along on this boat. Let me just yeah, no. bring this super mega dangerous sorceress with me wherever I go. That's a brilliant plan. I mean, I don't disagree that there are some flaws in this logic. But- Especially when the plan is, because the very first thing you do is go do this. Basically, there are multiple things you need. You need the sunstone, which we can talk about when we get there. Siri has something she wants to talk to you about. And then there's go, go rescuing this, this sorceress, Fringella or whatever her name was. I think Fringella, Ferngully. Yes, and so- <laughs> that's why they had her locked up because she was talking about the forests. It was getting really annoying. And then they're like, "Well, Geralt," because Geralt goes, "Oh, I'll go get her." I'm like, well, we can't just teleport there, and he's like, "Oh, well, I'll just, I'll just go over there." And, and, and then Triss was like, "With your swords on your back?" I'm like, "Have you not seen him do that repeatedly?" And then Avalok goes. Um, that are you just gonna swim because they're gonna light you up immediately? I just swam. Yeah, me too. Underneath all the boats, me too, and then got to the flagship. I maybe I don't remember if it was Tris or Jennifer. I keep wanting. I want to say it was. It was actually Jennifer who spoke up on this and was like, "Oh yeah, no, he'll just swim and he'll be fine." Yeah, <laughs> she's like, "Uh, no, he'll he's good." Yeah, like, and he'll I was be like, fine. "Very nice." Like, thank you, Jennifer, for the support. I very much deserve it at this point. Yeah, but I, I thought that was really funny because, yeah, everybody was like, you can't just swim there. And she's like, yeah, he can. <laughs> and I, he definitely can, and he definitely will. And I definitely did. Yeah, me too. I swam under everything. And then when I got to the flagship, I they're like, it's the Witcher. I'm like, ooh, uh-oh. And then I hear, nah, he's fine. The king said so. Yeah, stand down, emperor's orders. I'm like, What? We could have saved ourselves a lot of trouble if I had just been like, it's the Witcher from the shore. And then there's like, oh yeah, King said he's good. Just come over. (laughs) Why do we even need to go through all of this? Like, it's the Witcher. Yeah, it is. I'm friends with the King. I brought his daughter. We're good. I need to come get a sorceress from his dungeon. Like, just give her up, man. So you get on the ship, and then you talk to the king, and all you do is hand him the letter that Yennefer wrote. I'm actually really curious, how did the conversation go? Easy. For me. I showed up, and I was like, yo, give me the sorceress. I I handed him the letter, and then he's like, okay. That's basically how it went, too, but it was a lot testier, probably because I never took her to see him. Oh, yeah. The king was like, hey, Geralt, cool. What are you here for? I'm kind of busy. And I'm like, oh, I need that sorceress from the dungeon. And then he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. He's kind of aloof. And then I'm like, here's the letter. And then he's like, you can go get her. So then I go down, get her. I'm like, hey, you're coming with me. She's like, um, hey, is it, seriously? Yeah, let's go. Yeah. So for me, uh, it's a very testy exchange because he's like, Geralt, where's Cirilla? Close. Not the answer I was looking for. Let's try again. Where's Cirilla? (laughs) (laughs) You can see her after we're done. We have to deal with this whole wild hunt situation first. You can see her like, okay, what do you want? You go through the thing. He's like, he has the guards go get her and basically shoves her out on deck in front of him. And he's like, I had better not see you again without her. Leave. Don't come back. So for me, it was, yeah, it was very different. It was now that you said something, he did say, I imagine Cirilla's nearby. And I'm like. Yeah, she is. And he's like, okay, you can go down and get her. I'm like, cool, thanks. Yeah, no, he, he was basically like, nearby isn't good enough, man. And then when she got up there, I was like, okay, so let's go. Let's uh, swim back. And she's like, no, we're teleporting. And he's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. And then he immediately teleports and he's like, I do really like that running joke of him constantly hating teleporting and getting teleported constantly. Yes. He's always being teleported to different places. (laughs) He's like, no! He's like, wait, 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 wait! It happens in a side quest later that I I honestly don't know if we're going to have time for, but I'm not going to forget about it because it's something I really want to talk about because it's just hilarious what happens. It's just more teleportation stuff for Geralt. And so we get there, and now it's time, I, I think... I immediately did the sunstone. I did too. To which there was kind of a whole argument because Philippa says, yeah, I'm going to go get it. I magically can see again because magic and I'm going to go. And then Yennefer goes, uh, I thought you needed a few days to like adjust. Oh, did I say that? And teleports Oof, out. Yeah. And then they're like, wow, we hate her. <laughs> I'm like, I can see why nobody likes you, Philippa. <laughs> Well, you get there, and Philippa hasn't even bothered to make any headway. It's, it's really, like, really kind of cool and creepy, though, because like, it's like she's got flashlights in her eyes, because you can just see like a beam of light wherever she looks. Well, and then I'm sitting there, and I get to this area. Still with the blindfold on. It's like the blindfold lights up. like It's like yeah, a Geordie LaForge visor thing going on. And she's just like magically seeing everything. Yeah. I'm like, that's kind of cool. But so then we get there and it's like, what was she doing? (laughs) And then just like chilling out the whole time. He's like, yo, what's happening? We're here to get the sunstone. Cool. And I'm pretty sure I actually stumbled across that entrance at some point because I immediately just fast traveled. Oh, yeah. I had to go uh, take a boat. I fast traveled to that one and I fast traveled to series. Series. I was able to fast travel to, but that one I had to take a boat to. I don't know how I a long time ago. I had explored a lot of the aisles specifically because I can't remember what I was. It's very obvious what I was trying to find. I was trying to find Gwent cards. <laughs> and I was trying to get, as soon as I got to Skellige, I was going to every bar in Skellige to get Gwent cards. And so I was looking at every single island. And I'm pretty sure that's why I had a fast travel to both of those locations. Because I had a fast travel point on every single island. It might not have been close, but I did have one. Uh, But for Philippa's, it just happened to be right there. And so Geralt gets there and I'm just sitting there wondering like, so do you just show up and then be like, cool. I had that awesome one-liner and then I just like teleported here and it's like done. I'm just going to wait for Geralt to show up and then we're going to go in. I mean, to be fair, that seems to be how basically everyone acts and not even in this game. That's a pretty typical video game thing in general. We'll just wait, she's like, awesome. I got my one-liner in. I don't know where Geralt's at. Like, he really should have been here by now. You teleported! And she's just sitting there like, Yo, that was so cool. I have to take a boat or a that, horse. That was so awesome. Geralt doesn't like teleportation. You know, I had that awesome one-liner. I bet Siri and Trish are just real upset right now. She's like, <laughs> that was such a sick burn. Did I say that? She's just replaying it over and over in her head. She's, she does that for days while she waits for Geralt. <laughs> and then Geralt finally gets there and she's like, So, Geralt, uh, when are you, Triss, and Yennefer gonna stop your whole love triangle? That's gotta be hard on Siri, right? And I'm like, Yo, dude! None of your business, so unless you're trying to make this a fivesome, shut up. Actually, I think I think even what Gerald said was even better was like, as you can see, it's a little crowded, so there's no room for a fifth. Yes. He's like, so if you're looking for a fivesome, you're looking in the wrong place. Yeah. I like, also really liked when he starts making fun of her eyes. Oh, really? I must have missed that. Yeah, it was more conversation when they were walking around. First, he talks about some other mage he killed that I don't remember that was probably in the books. had been regrowing his eyes, which was really gross. But then... Oh, yeah. He was talking... I did hear that. Because he's like, oh, yeah, there was this guy who was regrowing his eyes, and they look like testicles, and it was really (laughs) gross and everything. And, oh, are you going to do that, Philippa? Like, what are you going to do about your eyes? And then he goes... then he talks about the dwarf. Uh, He goes, there was was a really rich dwarf who apparently decided to have his eyes replaced with rubies because he he was blind. Didn't make him see any better, but apparently it was very tasteful. (laughs) Yes. I just love the fact that this is like an ultra powerful sorceress. And Geralt just could not care any less. He's like, I am going to treat this person as I treat everyone else. Also, she's a giant jerk. So guess what? The sarcasm's gonna fly. (laughs) Yeah. I just love that he was just like dunking on her the whole time. Oh, it was great. It was so beautiful. I like that little sun puzzle. Oh, with the mirrors? The sunroom puzzle, except for the only puzzle piece was going up to each mirror and moving it exactly once. Well, there were only two settings too, because I was testing and one of them I'm like, okay, do I pull this a couple times? No, it just goes right back. Yep. Yeah, so So it really was not much of a puzzle at all. Oh, cool. Go here, one. Go here, one. Go here. Well, this is obviously one. Boom! You figured it out. Good job, Garrett. Like, you could have done that with your telekinesis and it could have saved us a whole lot of problems because I had to kill all these ghosts on the way and you've been standing at the end. Wild nut ghosts, no less, which was interesting. Did you talk to Avalok about what the Sunstone was? Yeah, it was this lady a while back. It sounded like this was like when the Wild Hunt first showed up in the Witcher's world. There was one of them fell in love with one of the elves from their world, which I think finally established for props. Like, that was something I hadn't been clear on whether or not the elves that were in the Witcher's world were the same elves as the ones from the Wild Hunt world or not. But it seems like they're not. Both of these were elves. Right. One of them. It was the first person that traveled to the Witcher's world. Right. That basically, he, this, either she or he, I can't remember which way it was, but... He was from the other world, and she was native to here, and he gave her the sunstone. No, 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 both of them were elves. Right, but I was like... They weren't natives. Both of them was from their area. I, But see, that's what I was saying. I w- I was get, that, that story, I got the impression that, because that's what I was getting at, it finally kind of answered the question of whether or not elves, there were native elves here... Or not, because it was like Arn Cid versus Arn L or whatever. They kept, like, Avalok kept talking about that. Like, they were two different types of elves. And Arn Cid or whatever, I think, is supposed to be the elves of the Witcher's world, who maybe were originally from that first place, but have been here long enough that they're basically natives now. Like, when that first conjunction happened and caused the worlds to combine. Well, no, but you were saying that they fell in love with somebody from the Witcher's world, but that's not true. Well, I mean... They were both originally from that world... And they got separated somehow. See, I, I, the way I interpreted it was an elf who had, was from this, or I mean, like, had been born on The Witcher's World. Like, The way I heard it is the Sunstone was only on this planet because yes. it was brought here in some... I don't remember why it was brought there, but it was brought there, and there was basically a giant shipwreck, and it just kind of happened to land on this planet. It wasn't created here initially. What I got out of it was... Like a scout or whatever from the wild hunt landed here found an elf woman on this planet which again like I'm probably originally from there but had been here long enough that it, she was a native of this world at this point and he fell in love with her and she didn't return the favor and he gave her the sunstone so that when like if she changed her mind she could use it to call him and he would come right away and she never did because that's why it summons the wild hunt Well, it summoned the wild hunt because he changed it to summon the wild hunt. Oh, see, that that was not. He specifically altered the spell. That's why Siri said, I never thought I'd. It was a husband to a wife or a wife to a husband. And they were basically saying it was like a love poem to them. And then they they would basically teleport the one to the other. And he altered the spell. And Siri specifically had to say in the Sunstone, my beloved Ermion, I'm waiting for you or something. I give you my heart. Yeah. But it was definitely not husband and wife because it was very clear it was an unrequited love, but it's why the Sunstone never got used. Well, all this debate about the Sunstone has made me realize that we forgot about one of the big things, which is getting the Sunstone. We had multiple options in order to find the Sunstone, but eventually we end up talking to Ermion. Now, the one I chose was to go look for the Pearl Divers first. But before that, Ermion is is the one who gives you these hints because we're still skipping over the important thing, which is having to go talk to Madman Lugos. Yeah, and talk to him, you show up, and no matter what you say, he immediately fights you. So you have to kill one of the Jarls. That's a great start. <laughs> Things are going great. Yeah, so the first thing you do is get there, and you're like, oh, cool, hey, Madman Lugos. So Crate tells you, because the one that sends you over there to find Ermion, and he says, hey, don't say anything that'll cause any issues for us no matter what you say, ends in killing Madman Logos, because he just is having none of this. And Gerald even mentions to Ermian mm, My bad, yeah. You weren't supposed to do that. And Ermin goes, well, I'm glad you were here, because there was no other way that it was going to end. Like, I knew this was going to end in a fight. Yeah, he's like, the only person who thought we could talk it out was Croc. <laughs> he's like, and no, I knew immediately that there would be a fight and that this was going to end poorly. Okay, cool. Well, as long as we're both on the same page, you know. Can you help me? Good. Yeah, could you help me with the uh, stuff? <laughs> so I don't, I don't know which one you chose. I but. did the other one, the bard. Oh, I went to talk to the pearl divers. Why don't you go first, then? So you go, you talk to the pearl divers, and they're obviously diving for pearls. Except they're not diving for pearls; they're diving for Nilfgaardian soldiers and pillaging their bodies. Probably slightly more profitable than pearls, honestly. And Geralt gets down there and he's like, "What you doing? <laughs> like, did you kill those guys?" And they're like, "No, we just put them here." And we're, he goes, "Cool. So you are gonna send their bodies home to their families?" And they're like, "The sea will bury them." And Geralt's kind of like, "Kind of a dick move, don't you think?" They're like, "How dare you question our customs?" And basically, just the typical like we're doing what we have to and screw you. And then I'm like, here's the thing. I don't really care. You're going to tell me what I need to know. But on the exact same token, you better leave. Cause I don't know if you can hear that, but drowners are coming. They're like, we don't hear anything. And girl goes, I'm a witcher. You humans typically don't hear anything until it's too late. We, we got, we, we got it to go. And in, A lot of quests, it's, you better leave before X thing shows up. A lot of times, X thing never shows up, and you have as much time as you want to loot. I went around and looted, and pretty immediately, Drowner showed up, and I had to kill them all after the people had already left. And I'm like, huh, cool. That reminds me of, there was, I don't remember which area it was in, but it was just this really quick side quest, like one of the ones that never even triggers a quest entry because you resolve it right away. But I was looking in some mine area, and there were some bandits looting some bodies in this mine area. And Geralt's like, hmm, what's this? You know, basically very similar to what you were saying. The bandits get up and like start to advance on you like they're going to attack. And then Geralt's like, look behind you. It's a neckler. And they're like, uh, there's no way we're going to fall for that. And you can see the neckler like, actively approaching them. <laughs> and then they, they do realize right before, they're like, oh, crap, there really is one. And he's like, told you. <laughs> I don't really know what to tell you guys. <laughs> You're going to die. <laughs> but I, that reminded me of that. But I got the information I needed and, you know, fast forward to the completion of the sun's quest. So how did the bards then go? So you go and you talk to the bard and he's standing like on a cliff looking out at the water and Geralt's like, keeping an eye out for the Is like, No, 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 no. I'm looking for the great white whale. And Geralt's like, the what now? Yeah, there's this, there's this white whale that always shows up with, you know, before a big battle. I'm confident today is going to be the day we're going to see it. And he goes, like, Okay, I'll sit here and wait with you for this whale. While we're at it, why don't you tell me about some of these elven ruins? And he turns to look at you and starts talking. And in the background, you see the whale. And you, <laughs> and you get the option to try to point it out. And then the guy just gets mad at you for, like, interrupting the story. Hey, it's the whale. Well, you, he just starts to say, Hey. And he's like, are you, are you going to let me tell the story or not? Oh, that's funny. Does he, when you tell him afterwards, does he like, why didn't you say anything? You can't tell him afterwards. You, when well, you finish it and then he asks you why and the, the options were, oh, you know, I'm, I'm studying it and Hermione is advising me or adventure book. And I'm like, Ermion said he never cared about that. I'm going to pick the adventure book. And he goes, oh yeah, you want to write a story about the arrival of the elves. That makes a lot of sense. He tells you this whole thing. And then you finish the story, and he goes, all right, well, I'm going to get back to watch it. I'm confident it's going to show up today. Good luck with that. And he just kind of walks away. Like, there's no option to talk to him tell him. Oh, man. I really wish there was an option to be like, um, I it was there a second ago. I tried to point it out. And he's like, why didn't you say anything? That would have been funny. I tried to. You just yelled at me. But so now we've received the sunstone, and now it's time to use the sunstone. Well, no, stone. we have to go to the laboratory. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the laboratory. The mission was Ciri and Yennefer to go check on Avalok's laboratory that he won't let Ciri see, and so they're concerned that he's hiding something important from them. Which he S- sort especially, of is. Especially Yennefer, who was very suspicious of him the whole time. Well, because he's also talking about how he's cultivated... Well, you don't find that out until you get there, though. But, like, she was really suspicious of him, like, even before you show up. Well, no, because he mentions... He mentions at a certain point to Geralt when they're talking about cultivating something. But I know in here you find out that he talks about trying to create the an elf version of Siri, essentially. But there was somebody else, I swear that he was saying earlier that... He was talking to Geralt when he was doing their their whole teleportation thing. Maybe it was like the king now or the king before or something, but he was specifically cultivating somebody's birth long before they were even born. Oh, yeah. I do not remember that at all. I cannot remember what it was because when he was mentioning that, that's when Yennefer was like, oh, so because I was thinking the whole time I was there, that he was basically trying to manipulate Siri's bloodline into being an elf instead of being Siri. Yeah. Which it's sort of clear that that's what he was trying to do, but he still failed. And when he brings it up later, when you're talking to him about it, he was like, yes, you are an exception. You are the product of an unknown. Like, it wasn't possible to cultivate anything. You just happened. But you're there and you have the entirety of her family line. And she even kind of in, 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 and it sounds like she's very frustrated. She even says to Yennefer, you didn't even show me the full family line. And Yennefer's like, I've never even seen your full family tree. She's like, this is well beyond me. Well, the thing that, that gets them really testy with each other is because Yennefer looks at the tree and is like, it looks like he's been trying to, you know, plan and predict and potentially even manipulate the, the bloodline. And then Siri says something to the effect of, well, what about you? you did you do any of that? And Jennifer gets really quiet for a second and goes, of, of course not. <laughs> well, that was, um, she, she specifically said the lodge was trying to do the same thing. And she said, when the lodge was trying to do this, you didn't take any part of that. Did you? And she's like, uh, yeah, no, didn't I? regardless. Point is there was a, it was a testy moment. Yeah. And then you kind of go. Basically, this whole thing is Avalok really is keeping some sort of a secret from Siri. They do come to the conclusion that he's been trying to make a yeah a, an, an elf version of Siri, basically. Someone who is not human with the bloodline. Because, you know, obviously, I'm sure if it was an elf, it'd be a superior version. Well, yeah. And then, you know, th- th- this one could teleport everybody as far as they want to go. And it's not going to be an issue. Mm-hmm. Obviously. But so then you're... You you meet this elf lady whom I don't really know what relation she has. I, I, yeah, I didn't understand that at all because I didn't really spell anything out. And like as far as I'm aware, outside of basically the cutscene conversation, there's basically no opportunity to, to see her again or learn anything about her. She's just there for this one scene and basically exists to make Siri feel really bad about herself and imply that Avalok really doesn't like her because she's not an elf. Exactly, and she says, "You know, he can't wait for the day that he's finally free of you. You know, he can't wait for the day that this is all over and he can finally be free of you and then I'll have him back to myself." It's almost kind of like she's insanely jealous of Siri. Yeah, that like jealous of the attention he's giving to Siri that she would like for herself. So, I don't even really know who this lady is because she never really establishes her relation to him at all. It definitely implies like some sort of like romantic relationship, especially by virtue of, yeah, the implication of jealousy there. But yeah, I, I really have no idea who that person is. And the secret place that he's never taken, Siri, because this is like his home or something. Yeah. Well, then Siri gets upset about all of this for obvious reasons. And she's like, I just want to blow up this whole place. She was like, if I could control my powers, I would just burn this place to the ground. I'm so angry. Which then, I'm like, as Geralt. Yeah, go for it, man. Go Do it. Do it yeah. up. And then you get a really funny video of Geralt, like, standing there pretending to read something on the desk. And then just gradually pushing a, a wine bottle, like, further and further towards the edge. And, oh, oops, as it falls over. And then Siri knocks over a cup. And it just keeps escalating. And then both of them kind of destroy the whole room. And then it just kind of ends. And Yennefer's kind of like... Okay. All right. Now, what, what I really like is there's a... It cuts to Yennefer occasionally, and she's just, like, leaning against the wall, and there's a portrait of Avalok above her. And then when you go to leave, at the very end as they're walking out, there's doodles all over the portrait implying that Yennefer was standing there doodling it. You just didn't get to see it. I'm like, I want to see it! Yeah, Jennifer was, like, made a mustache and yeah. a beard on the guy. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that is amazing. Because then you get back there, and... You have the option to immediately confront him about this. And he goes, I trust that you didn't make a mess of everything. And girls like, yeah, no, it's cool. <laughs> Definitely didn't do that. Why would you think we would make a mess? That's terrible. <laughs> Once again, though, we overlook an important moment when we're talking about the development of Siri or whatever. Before you get on the boat, the lodge wants to talk to her. We're just forgetting everything because there's so much. Yeah. This is like, this episode has so much content, but rewinding for a second to get back to that because that is actually a kind of important decision. Well, I guess it's only important if either of us made the opposite decision. Did you send her in there alone or did you go with her? I sent her in alone. So did I. Okay. So basically, you go in there and you talk to her alone. So neither of us have any idea what they talked about. But, other than. It is implied they basically want to work under her when she becomes the Empress. And she chews them out really badly and leaves. And Because, you know this, because Yennefer shows up. To Geralt's credit, when they talk about it, as he explains to Yennefer, because she immediately says, wait, you let her go in there on her own? And Geralt points out, you know, if we have to sit there and- you know, try to protect her from these things or whatever. They're never going to take her seriously. And he goes, yeah, she's an adult. She can make her own decisions to which Yennefer's like, cool. And she walks up to the door and she starts peeking in and she goes, okay. So Philippa is over there talking well, sternly. F- first, the girl's like, I knew you were going to do this. And he goes, don't pretend you didn't want to. I just did. <laughs> <laughs> and Point. I'm like, no, no, no. She's an adult. And then she goes, Siri's walking, she's pacing back and forth and back and forth, and Geralt's like, okay, so what's happening now? <laughs> and then he kind of walks over and he's like, let me look, what's going on? And I didn't look, I just had Yennefer keep. Even if you ask, she just never let you see. And so um, I said, just what's happening now? And she goes, okay, Cirilla seems, or, or Ciri seems really upset, and- um, Philippa's kind of like puffing out and getting angry. And then she goes, Oh no, she's coming. Yeah. And then she kind of is like, Whoop. And it stands up real quick and kind of starts to walk away. And Geralt's kind like, of standing there like, the door, like, Okay. And then Siri comes out and she's immediately like, You were spying on us, weren't you? And Yennefer and, goes, No. And, and Geralt my, says, Yes, at the exact same time. <laughs> and she goes, I'm an adult and I can do things on my own. And I was just kind of like, yeah, but I was really curious, though. Yeah, like... <laughs> I wanted to know! Come on! And then I was like, well, do you want to be alone right now? And she's like, yes! And then she kind of storms out, and me and Yennefer are like, cool. Oh, no. <laughs> let's go back to the ship. Or I, even, I said the opposite thing, and it goes the same way, where, like, where a girl's like, so, do you want to tell us what happened? And she's like, no! <laughs> it just storms off. Yeah, I I specifically was like, I kind of feel like she wants to be alone right now, so I'm just going to be like, you want to go for a walk? And she's like, yes, and just bolts. So, but now that we caught up on that, so as you're leaving the lab, Siri has a request that she wants to go see Skull or Jaw or the guy who helped her escape from the wild hunt in Skellige. So then you have to break the bad news to her that he's dead. Are you... He didn't escape it. No, he died after. Oh, but no. How do you know it was him? So then she asks if you'd go with her to see his grave. And I did. Yeah, I did too. And turns out... uh, He wasn't buried... They just threw him in a pit. Because his honor was not at all restored, which is a shame. Because Which I thought it was. I thought, that yeah, they left promising they were going to do something. And then that just never came back up. Because Geralt specifically said, oh, by the way, all of you would have died if it wasn't for him leading them away. Well, apparently that didn't matter. That didn't matter anyway. And so she picks his body up and buries him normally. And then the townspeople come and confront them. So what did you choose to do? Because I chose to let her say her piece. Yeah. And she immediately punches him in the face and is like, he led them away with me and all of you would be dead if it wasn't for that. And they're like, well, listen, the one rule that we have above being a traitor and running away is not desecrating graves. So there's nothing we're going to do. He's going to stay where he's at. But knowing the information we know now Changes things anyway, and then when she leaves, she kind of has a smile on her face, like, yeah, yeah, I did it. And it seems like, and all of this kind of comes up later in the apex of everything that happens. But at this point, it's time to talk about the battle. Yes. So all of our preparations are finally done, and it's time to make things happen. So you find out that Emir is going to help you. He's going to send his men in, and a lot of men. Like, like everybody, Geralt everyone that is, was here to fight Skelliga is, is coming to this. Yeah. Is being redirected to fight the hunt and the mages. And also some of the Skelligans are there. Like basically everybody is here. <laughs> everyone is there. And when the Sunstone happens, the plan essentially is Siri is supposed to stay back and do nothing again. Right. Which as doesn't always, happen. As always. <laughs> and so Geralt is supposed to go in with the Nilfgaardians and. And essentially take out. Lead the assault. Yeah. Take out the captain. And the mages, they're going to summon it with the sunstone, and then the mages are going to use their magic to prevent it from magically teleporting out again. Yes. The, and then The, the then mages they'll... are there specifically to keep the ships that are there, there. And then Emir's fleet is going to block the water so that it can't try to traditionally run away either. Exactly. So that they have no choice but to stand and fight. And so she summons them with the stone and it kicks everything off and wow, that was awesome. Yeah. So there's a huge cinematic that that kind of takes several minutes mm-hmm. and it's the wild hunt showing up and the f- blizzard frost thing kicking up. And the first thing that happens is Geralt comes in and basically starts to attack, but is immediately frozen solid. And yeah the 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 boat he's on with the Nilf Guardians immediately like crashes into the ice, basically, that freezes. So they try to go on on foot. And then, yeah, he he and the Nilf Guardians get frozen. And Avalok and Siri immediately know something is wrong because from where they're standing, it's clear as if nothing's going on. Mm-hmm. But from inside the barrier or whatever they have, it's total chaos. And he's kind of like, I really don't want you to go. And I, I, she's like, You really don't have a choice. Right. And he goes back they go back and forth a couple times, and then eventually he's like, Siri. And she just gets this like really frustrated I <sighs> It's coming from one of the mages. If you're gonna go, break his staff. <laughs> and she's like, yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and so then she runs out. So she's like way more powerful. Yeah, it's like it it's it's fantastic. She's one hitting everything. I don't know if you've seen My hero academia or not? Uh, Bits and pieces, but... But the main hero, Midoriya, basically has this overwhelming amount of power that he's given. And he kind of generates all that power throughout his whole body to essentially become stronger instead of just punching people like the previous guy did. It reminds me of that, where she's basically just taking the massive amount of power she has and just being like, I'm a teleportation super saiyan beast now. And she's like, Yeah, because like just one hitting everything. And when we get to the guy to bust up his sword, it's like, This is a complete opposite from the crones. Mm -hmm. I annihilated him as Siri, and I definitely had some difficulty with Geralt. Oh yeah, like Siri, it's great because you don't even have to get up close to it. Like, if you push the attack button, she just teleports over there and kills them. Oh yeah. It is so awesome. And I even used that one thing where it kind of stops and it makes this Mm -hmm. circle around everything. And it was what it should have been in the first place. She just walks up and like slices a dude in half and then teleports immediately to one of the dogs and just like cuts them up and then teleports immediately to someone else. And I'm like, this is amazing! This is exactly what I wanted out of Cirilla! Yeah, finally she gets to be as awesome as we knew she was. This is amazing! But somehow when she breaks that thing it like knocks her off her game and she's basically unable to fight and she teleports away teleports away to kind of get away from that guy. And then Geralt falls out because of the ice is no longer being generated. And so now Geralt falls out and goes and attacks that guy. And he kept summoning ice golems and I just kept ignoring them and only fighting him. I kept fighting the ice golems because it was an easy way to keep my adrenaline up in case I died. It was funny because I would just focus on him and when he to shoot his balls out mm-hmm. turns out the golems were friendly fire yeah i noticed that too cuz the golems were definitely not immune to his other attacks and so i would just kind of stand there walk in front of the golems as i'm going towards him and he would just kill all the golems for me and i'd get credit for it as long as i hit them once yeah sweet Thanks, guy. But, just keep summoning those golems, and I'll just keep killing you. But I agree. Yeah, I, that fight as Geralt was surprisingly difficult. That was probably the hardest part of the entire end game sequence for no, me. No, no, no. That other dude was... Oh, I destroyed the other guy. How? He was definitely... Str- it, it, was, it was more of a Dark Souls-esque fight where... You just had to walk up and attack him when you had the opportunity. Because I don't know, he like, was shooting out magic spells like nobody's business. He was I, definitely harder. I was I don't expecting know how him to be you... harder, but I destroyed him compared to that the mage guy. The mage guy I died on like two or three times, and I got the commander a first try. I mean, I didn't die either time. It was a longer fight the second time because he kept shooting ranged spells at me. And so I would have to, okay, range spell. Roll over to him. Fire. Okay, go away. I'll rage (laughs) spell again. Roll over to him. Fire. Attack, 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 attack. It wasn't a hard fight. It just took longer. And then he teleported away because halfway through the fight with him, and I guess we're going over before that fight, it turns out that Bears basically. The whole ice and everything breaks, and Geralt kind of goes under. Yeah, that happens with the uh, when you right when you beat the mage, and then there are all these ships, and everybody's coming in, and they're doing the main attack. And right before the main fight with the captain, Croc dies. There's also a, like coming into that, which I think is the ship that Croc is on. There's a bit where right when Geralt gets out of the water, he sees Siri, like he's on the ice trying to recover, and she's lying there. And he sees a couple of wild hunt people coming after her, and then this boat just plows into them and smashes into the side of the. It was wild so hunt awesome. Boat. It was like Fast and Furious. Croc just like flies in with his boat, and he's like, <laughs> and just crashes right into it. And then S- Siri has enough time to teleport out of there. And I was like, oh no, they could have like met and said, hey, Geralt's like Siri, what's up? Thanks for getting that guy earlier. So then Siri's gone, and you don't really know what's going on there. You kill the guy after he kills Crate. And like I said, for me, the fight just took longer. It wasn't I didn't think it was harder or anything. It just I will was definitely longer. agree it took longer, but like I just was better at dealing with what he was doing, I guess. I don't know. I just barely got hit compared to the mage. The mage, I never really got hit at all, and that was mostly just because I kept it at very close range. And I noticed that the balls that he kept shooting out were higher than Geralt was initially. So as long as you were basically up in his grill 100% of the time, he couldn't hit you anyway. Yeah. And then the balls would just go back and hit the golems, or I would just roll, and they wouldn't hit me regardless. So both of the fights were relatively, I wouldn't say they're easy, but both of the fights, I was able to develop a strategy to deal with them relatively quickly. the, The biggest problem I had with the mange was if he did hit you, it, like, at least for me, like, annihilated my health. I think the real problem is, did you use any potions or any healing items or anything? Well, yeah. I mean, I drank uh, healing potions and stuff, although I couldn't do too much because of the toxicity. But yeah, I had... For the mage I did, for the commander, I didn't have to do any of that because I just didn't have a problem. The commander I did only because I was tired of it taking so long. I'm like, this is taking forever. Yeah, but... I, I used, like, obviously Swallow, because Swallow is always helpful when I once I take a hit, and I used Thunderbolt, and I don't remember another one, I don't remember. Because the commander specifically teleports you to one of the aisles. Yeah, for which was a, kind of a cool moment. Specifically, so that way he would have more room to hit you with range attacks. Right. And then I still beat the crap out of him, obviously, and then he teleports back. And then you kind of have to run and get to the teleportation before it closes. Yeah. And then you kill him, and Ciri's gone. Yeah, And he specifically mentions- Avalok betrayed both of us. And I'm like, cool, still don't know if I trust him. But that immediately gets me concerned. Like, I kind of didn't trust him before when he knocked her out and stole her soul. I don't know what to do now, but this doesn't look good for you, man. Yeah. Well, it turns out the wild frost has now shown up. Yes, the- conjunction of the spheres is happening again and it's potentially the end of the world now because the yeah the wild frost is here now and so Geralt kind of looks up and yennefer's like because cuz they're for a moment they're both talking about where Siri is and she goes i thought she was with you and He's like, well, apparently Avalok might have betrayed us, and then the convergence of the spears happens, and he goes, well, at least we know where to find Ciri. <laughs> and she's yeah, he was like, so <laughs> casual about it; it was great. <laughs> I guess we know where to look for. I mean, let's let's head that direction. So then she has to use her protection protection thing, which was so cool. Yeah, because of the frost, but also like it, it, it's actually a really cool bit as you're going there because like things are teleporting in from other worlds because of this conjunction of the spheres. So, like, things are just popping up everywhere. Yeah. And starting to fight with each other, and you're just, like, galloping through it because you steal a horse. Exactly. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. And then then once you get through that part... <laughs> then you have then to do Then you that. go on foot, and she uses that spell because now the mega blizzard that hurts you is back. Yeah, the, the same one you had to go through in that world in the quest with Avalok. And so, then you get to like the barrier around the tower that Avalok has put up and she can punch a hole in it, but only for one of you. So you have to go by yourself. So I guess the question is, what did you do to Avalok when you first got there? Because you had the option to kill him. I didn't kill him. I was like, well, he, he says stuff. And my Geralt was like, wait, do you really think you're going to talk your way out of this one? That's exactly what I said. And then he's kind of like, I don't really know what to tell you. And then he, he draws a sword and Geralt draws his and Avalok just throws his on the ground. Yes. And then Geralt's like, you don't think that like... Again, what- he's like, you don't expect me to believe you, do you? And he goes, well, I expect you... I'm ex- hoping that you're not going to attack an unarmed person. And then they start talking to someone. He says, I'm here because Siri asked me to be and she wanted this to happen. And he goes, I don't believe you. And then Siri's like, well, do you believe me? And she comes out and is like, I told him to do this. Well, there were two options. Because you have the option to say, I don't believe you, or you have the option to attack him. Oh, yeah. I said, I don't believe you. If I remember correctly. I I know there was an option to strike him. And I also said, I, I don't believe you. And that's when Siri comes out. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Siri's here. I was really relieved about that, too, because like the game had been pushing this idea that he was up to something the whole time. And I'm glad he turned out to actually be doing. like He was up to something. It's just... He was up to something that him and Ciri were talking about because he was very clearly grooming her to fight the wild frost,
1: the frost or what yeah. or the,
0: bi-fro- the bifrost. <laughs> <laughs> he was very but clearly gearing her up to fight this thing. I'm glad that he didn't, like, wind up betraying us and turning out to be evil or whatever, and he actually was a good guy in the end. Because even Siri and this whole, just thinking about it now is giving me goosebumps, this whole section with her, because... You essentially get one last chance to talk to Siri because she's going to go in this thing and to go defeat the frost, the frost. Yeah. forever. Because Geralt's like, we defeated the wild hunt, it's over. And she's like, no, it isn't. This frost is happening and it has to be dealt with, or everyone is going to die everywhere. And he's like, and then you, you the, have to choose one more thing to say. To which, what did you say? I just said, basically, good luck. That's exactly what I said. Right as she was going in, there were that I think the option was, please don't do this, and like, you don't have to do it. You can't do this to me, or good luck. Exactly, and I just said I chose good luck. And when he said good luck, Siri, and she walked in, I was like, no. Well, well, well there was. A, it's what she said back that really got me as she was leaving, where she's like, maybe I should have told you. You might have understood after all. Yes, and, and I was, I was like, just uh, like. Oh, man! Come on! And when she goes in, she, this is where those little moments come up, because... It get the flashes back to, like, the decisions you made with her. And it flashes back to the decision with the snowball, the uh, decision about destroying the... Uh, the lab. The lab. The... Going into... um. The Lodge. The Lodge. And for me, the very first one was Geralt saying, I didn't do this for the money, and her holding his hand, smiling, and then moving forward like she was, I can do this. So I think that was five? That I was there four, but we missed we, we we missed one. We only mentioned four things. Because I obviously didn't get that one since he didn't go. Didn't the Emperor. It was Amir, the snowball. Right. Her going into the thing, because that happened before the lab, mm-hmm. and there was Fighting something the in between that. Oh, going to the grave. Oh, yeah, going to the grave with the person. And I think that would have been the last thing, because yeah. that was right before the battle. Right. And yeah, it just flashes through those, and then uh, Siri like, walks up into it. And the game just and Well, ends. and then it cuts back to the world, and, like, it all shuts off, like, from Geralt's perspective, like, all this frost and everything stops, and then the game just stops.